0: Hello, welcome to 5 Questions with Steve Moulter, that's me. Hammock intertwines musical subgenres of modern classical, ambient post-rock, and shoegaze with ease, while consistently walking the fine emotional line between hope and despair. They truly are masters of emotion. Hammock is also regarded in the highest company of similarly influential artists, and their music has been featured in film, video games, radio, and TV. Mark Bird and Andrew Thompson, the two members of Hammock, also happen to be lovely human beings. They graciously invited me to Mark's home studio, where we dove deep into the challenges of life in many different facets, as we normally do here at Five Questions. And today, during our chat, Mark opened up about something that he had never shared publicly before, his five-year struggle with alcohol addiction, which he called a journey into authenticity. I am honored that Mark chose to share his story with me and the listeners of Five Questions. His fortitude reaffirmed in me that this project is a safe space for the vulnerability of humans like Mark, like Andrew and me, like all of us. Mark, Andrew, and I also spoke about a ton of other deep and contemplative thoughts and feelings. And of course, they answered five questions. Meet Hammock. How do you cultivate authenticity in your lives and by extension in your music? Go <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man <laughs> um, I have a long answer We have
0: a, I mean I have time I And I, know
1: I, I figured that If it's going to be Well If it's a question about authenticity I guess I should probably refer to um, An authentic moment yeah. um, Cultivating authenticity uh, Let's see so you're going to be the first one to hear about this. I'm very honored. Yeah. Well, uh, don't get excited okay. yet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> set expectations low. <laughs> uh, so in 2014, um, I uh, was recovering. I, I had finished recovering from, from shoulder surgery. I mean, neck surgery and um, decided that my first travel was, uh, Extended travel, because I couldn't travel because of the shoulder. I mean, I had the neck. And um, I decided that I was going to travel to Big Sur, California. And I was going to stay at this hermitage monastery there. Do a silent retreat. Nice. And um, uh, I, I was uh, thinking that um, it was going to do me some good because I was dealing with something. And um, I uh, read this uh, when I was there. I showed up. And basically... Uh, was struggling with with uh, alcohol.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, gotcha. um, I basically uh, had made up my mind that I was going to not drink for a few days before I went. Yeah. And I didn't. I showed up at the airport in a mess early in the morning, and I flew out. And um, and I guess about three days in, I had just kind of a a moment of clarity, I mm. guess you could say, mm-hmm. sitting on this overlooking, you know. ocean and it's a beautiful setting and uh i was i I, there was an essay that i was reading and mary oliver was quoted in it and one of the things is uh, it says one day you finally knew what you had to do and began yeah and for some reason that like really hit me and so when i came back i thought i'm done this is this is it but i wasn't Mm. so uh i i three weeks later went to get some professional help and, um, and for me, the last five years have been a journey into authenticity. Wow. And so, um, coming out of something like that and moving through these last five years, um, there's things that you kind of make up about yourself, starting maybe around the time you're 15 years old, 14 years old, you kind of freeze yourself. It's like, I like this. I don't like this. I think this is cool. I don't think that's cool. This Mm -hmm. is who I am. This is who I hang out with, you know, and you got this story that you kind of, you know, made up Mm -hmm. about yourself. Mm -hmm. And, um, doing the work that I've done over the last five years, um, one of the most freeing things that's happened is, uh, um, stripping away the story that i made up about myself totally because really at the end of the day there's what happened and then there's what i think happened totally
0: that's a great way to look at it
1: and um and so my authenticity is still i go back to that monastery every year wow so i've been there six times now um and uh in the morning i wake up and i do uh, a time of silence i read I do I, I can't think of a more depressing thing to do than to be the first thing that you wake up and look at your phone and and get yeah, going with that. you know totally. um, that has been something that I've had to you know break myself of. but so to cultivate authenticity in my own personal life, it's a daily practice that I do.
0: That's amazing. Thinking about the way like progress kind of works, uh, you said you, had a moment where you were like, "Okay, I'm gonna get it done," and that was just the start. Mm-hmm. And it was nothing changed immediately. You had to really dig in and and like you said, do it every day, every year. This annual pilgrimage.
1: And and I feel like too, uh, when real moments happen like that, I I I've always referred to it as my breaking open moment. Yeah, I was broken open. Yeah. What happens is there's a sense of emptiness that is not just negative it's positive yeah because when i began to clear out this space there was room for me to start fitting life back in totally and to meet life as it is and uh and to meet situations and circumstances as they are not as i think i'm seeing them not as the way i want them to be not as my filters of perception as the way i'm interpreting them but to try to see life as it really is that's 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 what I want. Yeah. You know, as terrifying as that is, <laughs> yeah. that's what I want.
0: And it is like, I, I had a, um, an analogy. I was having a conversation with my girlfriend recently and we were both just kind of going through some struggles. We were both looking for new work cause, um, I, I'm a UX designer. Um, but just kind of interested in maybe exploring some other opportunities. Um, she's in a similar position looking for other stuff and, and we both got really like sad about our place in life for some reason. and, One of the things that I said, just kind of in passing was like, the more we dig into ourselves, it's, it's almost like you're looking in a mirror and you're just cleaning off the mirror, right? Like we have everything we need, everything. We just don't necessarily see it all the time. And so it just gets the mirror, like the the mirror gets dirty. And so it's like really cleaning off that mirror and kind of saying, Oh wow, that's who I am. I remember that. It's
1: uncovering what is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Polishing the mirror is what they say in Buddhism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Polishing exactly. the mirror. Yeah. And
0: that's where I got it from. Yeah. Totally. You yeah. know, it's like that's something part of my own travels have brought me to to Buddhism back yeah. and forth again, you know, back yeah. and forth. Yeah. Andrew, how about you? Authentically, you know, what do you what do you do and how do you cultivate it for yourself?
2: Mike. Uh, uh, yes, I know. I'm, I'm holding <laughs> the mic. Him on, get, him the far mic. Far get him on <laughs> the mic. Get <it> him on the mic. Possibly can. <laughs> it uh for me it's it just it's being just honest with the with what's what's really going on and and trying to be open enough and, and honest enough to 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 know when to when to let go. Yeah. There's a lot of letting go. There's a lot more letting go now that I've as I get older yeah. than than mm-hmm. when I've been younger. And uh, in,
0: in what ways, like What's Um, the difference for you in age that
2: it's now? Well, (laughs) we talked to Matthew Ryan about this when we met him for one of our hours long coffee adventures. Yeah, and uh, (laughs) there was uh, there was a point like in 2016 before the before the election Mm. uh, happened, where I was just going, man, I can't wait to just put just put my phone away. Mm -hmm. Just this is just getting too much and then the election didn't roll the way we (laughs) all thought it would Yeah, you know and it was and it was still just this constant barrage of of bs yeah to put it lightly right (laughs) yeah and i i kept finding myself just like at three in the morning has he been impeached yet what's going on what's what's happening has you know what's on fire now yeah and it was, it was draining. It was absolutely emotionally draining, physically draining. I felt in the morning, I just felt terrible because I wasn't totally. sleeping well.
0: Yeah, totally.
2: And I was like, the, the the answer's in here. It's in my phone. It's you know, it's gonna it's gonna happen eventually, and I I have to know about it immediately. Mm-hmm. And I, we were talking to Matthew, and I said, dude, I had to take physically my phone, and just put it away. Yeah, put that its source of input. Out of my bedroom yeah. entirely, just make it physical, because you're so just used to just rolling over, just, boom, you go- grab it, you know, and then it's an hour later.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know? And you're deep in Twitter,
2: and it almost immediately my sleep improved. My just the way of looking at the world mm. almost immediately kind of switched. It, it wasn't that it was like completely changed from what I viewed it as before but it was being so influenced by these things that don't matter totally people's voices that don't matter totally and it it was it was a it was it was very uh it was clarifying that's for me it seemed like such a simple thing but it was so cleansing mentally and and physically that i I try as much as possible to to take all that what i do see you know with a huge grain of salt, and just put it away when it gets too much.
0: And does that happen often? Because I feel like that happens often for me. It gets too much really quickly It does. for me. You know, I'll, I'll log I... into whatever or t- or be on the 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 t the train the subway in Boston and hear something and just be like, oh my god, you know, like there's so much. It's just like kills. Yeah, yeah. it like hurts. Like you said, it hurt phys- like physically. You'd wake up exhausted. Yeah, uh, it's
2: it's not you know? you're not designed to handle information that way i don't think yeah agreed and uh i don't know it was just a, it was a really physical way for me to deal with that and it, because really know.
1: honestly that is like the less of those outside voices then you're going to be more in touch with your authentic self yeah you know i mean i don't need anyone to incite outrage in me
0: i'm already outraged enough <laughs> exactly <laughs> totally right exactly. I, can, I can find my own stuff to be outraged about about myself <laughs> yeah. I feel that like that's, I've been going through that these past couple of months. I don't know why, like just transition, you know, and like transition can be very difficult. It's very, like you said, you said something earlier. You're like that emptiness is, it doesn't have to be negative. Mm -hmm. It can be positive too. And I believe that in transition and growth, growth hurts, man. Like when you look at yourself through, you know, your authentic self through that uncovered mirror and you're like, oh, you know, I've done some things. I've said some things. I don't like these things about me it hurts. I've been going through that a little bit myself, like just being irritable for kind of no reason. Mm-hmm. And I look at myself objectively and I'm like, okay, I'm like a nice guy. I have a good life. I have a good job. I get to do things like this, like have great conversations with people. What's wrong? You know, like, what is it? And sometimes I, I get nervous that looking for it is not necessarily the best thing. I, I agree. And, but I'm not exactly sure how to well, find it without looking for it. For right. But
2: being just the, the, barely being aware of it is yeah. probably the, the hardest thing yeah. instead of just tr- skirting around it. Yeah. You know, the, just the awareness makes such a huge difference to know that you're on the carnival ride. Yeah. yeah. Is, is the biggest thing. Cause then you can be, you can say, well, I have a choice in the matter. I can get off the car, the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or,
1: uh, you know, I can choose to stay on the ride, but not be so attached to it.
2: Yeah, the attachment. Is and that—that's right.
1: yeah. the mm-hmm. key. The key to me is that there's truths about myself, but none of them are absolutely me. I can't reduce myself down to one thing that I'm struggling with. Yeah, totally. Because I'm much more than just that one thing I'm struggling right. with. Right. Like you have a brain, but you're right. not your brain. You have. And it's feelings. really easy to mm-hmm. get attached to that one thing and lose perspective of the whole you know I'm, I'm going to concentrate on the parts and lose perspective of the whole and and to me that is the key to to life in my opinion is always staying connected to the whole w-h-o-l-e totally As, and, and and because that's the problem for me is that i become more fragmented i become more separated when i concentrate too much on just one thing that i think i need to fix you know <laughs> And it's like it's yeah. like, what are you doing? I'm fixing myself. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's like, it's like, oh yeah, it's some really good energy <laughs> you're bringing to
0: that, man. Right. <laughs> it's true. That's how I feel right now. I, I was I was texting my buddy, my best friend, who I've known. We were in the band together, and and uh texting, and I was just like, dude, like, why, why I feel we have a, we have a thing we say. I was just telling him how I feel. Like I'm just like, I got to get in and I got to like fix this stuff. And he's like, dude that's just like busy work to a point you know like you're just in there trying to find something but yeah. like why don't you just like live like yeah. just enjoy yeah. what's in front of you and i think that's where i'm having my struggles right now so and
1: my friend used to say that that you that 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 kind of thing is like going out in the desert and kicking over rocks to look for <laughs> snakes Yeah, exactly. you're gonna find <laughs> it like, like, yeah exactly eventually
2: you'll exactly. Find <laughs> exactly yeah you will <laughs>
0: Next official question, as we said, we were going to get a little meandering here. Uh, next official question: In what ways do you hold yourself back?
2: <laughs> <laughs> By existing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a start. That's a good. That's a good start. That, uh, that's that's well. I mean, been the thing with with hammock is to we learned how to get out of our own way.
0: Yeah. Tell me the secret, please.
2: (laughs) I think a lot of it has to do with our, our personalities. We, Mm. we have kind of low, just ego flying around. Mm. And we've, we've dealt with a lot of people with Andrew has less ego. (laughs) I appreciate the finger pointing (laughs) in a positive way. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, it, 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 you learn to move past that in the, in the, in, in the name of the of what's right for the music yeah you know and 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 literally it's it's there's just no animus whatsoever it's like what serves this song right now mm-hmm. what right now in this moment what's yeah. the right thing to do and some that sometimes that takes more work than others but being able to step away and and just be like yeah this is. This is the right way to yeah. do. It. This yeah, is I, the, the space that needs to be left.
1: Yeah, I, and that's why our records are, are they vary.
0: Yeah, because yeah, we were talking before about how your records you have such a prolific catalog, but they're different enough, but they all have like a similar string through it, which is you guys.
1: And, and 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 I think the reason that they are like that is because um, the agenda gets demolished in the process of just getting in and making the music, and and then you end up allowing that to tell you what the vision for the album is going to be what the sound mm. is going to be and then at the end when you're choosing songs that's probably the least amount of ego that 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 both of us have because he's attached to some i'm attached to some mm. but at the end once again the parts and the whole mm-hmm. what's going to serve the, what we're what we're wanting to express with this record and yes that song is amazing by itself but it is not serving the whole. I mean, we're still album guys, you know. I mean, we still make albums totally, and and um, and so we constantly have to think about why is there a minute and a half song on something when you know you could have uh done not put this better song that's on there, more right. constructed, more whatever, because it serves the album, yeah. You know, and and so so in that sense, that that's different than than any kind of. Uh, musical kind of endeavor that I've been involved in. I yeah, think me too. Been involved yeah. in that. We, we we don't hold ourselves back. Yeah, because amazing. because I got to get my voice in there, totally. you know, and you got to get your voice. Totally. It's it's our voice. Yeah, that's the thing. And it,
0: and it kind of becomes that that healthy detachment, right? Where right. you're like, hey, this is another thing, and yes, I have contributed to it, but it is not me. It doesn't represent me, right? Right. It's a part of me, and right. it's out there, and it's for right. others now.
1: Right. And, and 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 on a personal level, how do I hold myself back? I, I would say that probably it's, it, it's it's fear. Yeah. It's just fear. And, and and you know I do something where I where when, the last time I went to Big Sur, which was in May, mm. um, I did a fear inventory. Like I just mm. wrote down all of my fears. Why do I have them? What behavior does it manifest? Um, what would be the opposite of that fear? Yeah. And and how would I be if I didn't have it anymore? Now, I'm always going to have it, but maybe I shouldn't be so attached and controlled by it. Right. And so for me, I think fear is, is the biggest thing because I'm discovering that fear creates reaction. Mm-hmm. Fear creates words coming out of your mouth that you wish you could just suck right back in. Mm-hmm. You know, fear creates you shutting down and keeping silent. Fear creates uh, so so much of what I deal with in my life is this underlying fear that's probably from something in the past that's swimming in the present, and I'm reacting to something, and the person in front of me is like, what is? Who are you, right? Now? Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. I just said have a nice day. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you meant, man. Yeah, yeah. you know? What What do you mean by that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who can have a nice day in a Trump administration? You know? <laughs> yes.
0: That's uh, that fear. Like I, I've uh, I've tried to get into the school of, and it sounds like we have similar thoughts. And like generally, they're kind of rooted in Buddhism. But like the idea that like when you have a choice to make a decision or when you respond to something as opposed to react, cause there's a difference. Yes. Yeah. You can either respond from a place of love or from fear mm-hmm. and everything stems from those two places. It doesn't get any more filtered down than that. Right. So like anger is based in fear. Jealousy is based in That's fear. Right. All these things is based on this sense of lack or I won't have this thing. Um, and love obviously is the total opposite, which is no matter what happens, it's okay That's and everything right. will be okay. And like, that is so, has been very difficult for me to, to maintain throughout my life because I'm a human being. And like these people that like I look up to, you know, like the Dalai Lama and other sort of people who you see as being like perfect and like they're whole and they don't need, they don't have any problems. It's not true. Number one, I've definitely read the Dalai Lama talk about his problems and right, right. he has issues. He gets jealous of people. It's, it's insane. But trying to manifest that in yourself and trying to come to life every day, like, okay, I'm going to love. And when I feel fear coming, I'm going to check it. It's really hard to do.
1: It, it Oh, man. See, this is, this is the, how much of it is going to be in my own effort and how much of it is going to be out of this place of letting go of my own effort. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But totally. Still that's making that's where effort. I am right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because the, the detached the, effort. The, almost. Yeah. yeah.
1: The, the love part of it is, you know, I will say this practice, practice, practice is what helps me um, I went through something really awful in 2000 towards the end of 2016 and as this person is completely my world's collapsing mm. can you talk about what that no. was okay my Fair. my yeah. first my first thought was um, what is the most loving thing I can do right now yeah. and it was as if I was sitting outside my body observing yeah. this person going who the hell is this guy saying, what's the most loving thing I can do right now in this situation? Mm-hmm. How can I meet this with love? Now yeah. it takes a little bit of understanding of what love is, you know, Sure, and, 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 um, throughout the thread of our music, you know, starting with canotic, I mean, canonic means self emptying. It's, it's an emptying process mm. and, and, Um, To be empty of my private little individual self that is fragile and runs around reacting to everything. You're going to get what I want and I'm not going to get what I want and all this other stuff. Um, I will say that every time I've woken up and done the the sit in silence, Mm. every time that I've read something, every time that I've done a fear inventory, every time I've gone to a monastery, every bit of that showed up in that moment. Wow and that's not see because that's the problem people are like I don't meditate man I suck at it well give it some time <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Right? you know what I mean it's like it's like it's not it's not instant gratification you sure. know you're not going to turn into like, the Dalai oh, Lama overnight you know yeah, yeah. yeah I mean it is you will see it when it needs to show up yeah and that's that's that made me trust the process even more when I was standing outside my body going what is this because I was shocked It's not my MO to do that kind of thing. Yeah. Not in that situation, at least. Sure, sure.
0: I'm going to pull my one out of the air right now. Um, that's a little off book. Uh, you mentioned love. I'm curious. Well, I think we've all mentioned love any times. Um, how do you define being in love? Open for interpretation, of course. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. And Andrew, I see you thinking, so
2: feel oh, free well, to well, I, I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I my, my first thought is just to go to the obvious and, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, I've been married now, Holy crap 20 years (laughs) 20 years Congratulations (laughs) (laughs) Which is Which is crazy To get your head around And then you know And then we Dated for 10 years Off and on Before that Wow So It it was That sense Of Of love Was uh, It just Was It was so Just Guttural In a way I, I guess I, I mean it wasn't just a swooning thing, but it was just so complete, and it, I think both both of us kind of felt that way. We were really good friends for for a long time, and then uh, you know it it was it was so much deeper when we did get married than anything, of course, that I had felt before in, in, in dating, you know,
0: mm. and, and, and what ways, like, how does it, how does it deepen after that long of being in each other's lives?
2: It, it, it's, there's just that, that sense of, of knowing one another through That's... and through and through. Like we, there is nothing that we didn't go through with each other before we got married. Mm. All the stuff that people normally deal with, we took, we got out of the system. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was a shit show, mostly on my side, you know, but I feel that. Um, but because, what yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 totally. I could tell right <laughs> when I met him. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, we, we went through that stuff together as, as kids, basically. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's just no, uh, there's just not that feeling of, oh, you know, what if this situation comes up is, you know, there's this distrust and is, 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 it's amazing. That's beautiful. Um, I, I would, <laughs> that's, that's a straightforward one. I like that. I appreciate <laughs> I, that, man. I,
1: I, uh, I have this thing that it, I don't know who wrote this, um, but it says, love is the nonviolent acknowledgement of the other as the other, as other. And, and I really do think that, um, I don't know what being in love is. Uh, I know what it is to love Mm -hmm. and I know what it is to allow myself to be loved. Um, but I don't really think that you know how capable you are of loving until you get put into some situations where it's like, time to show up. Hmm. And for me, my definition of love is revealed in those moments. Yeah. Um, it's, and and, I, and what, what Andrew just said, to be, to be trusting of someone um, is, is a foundation. Mm. But uh, there's human beings, man, in, involved in all of this. And we're all carrying our stuff around. There's a million stories living in our bones, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, those are all coming out and coming to play, you know, yeah, totally. And, um, and there are times when I think that I'm learning to not take everything so personal mm. and then, and when I'm in a less, when, when I take things, um, where, where I'm not taking things so personal, it's because I'm not so attached to me. I don't need you to verify me, yeah, and that's to me is love. I don't need you to, to hey, uh, are you seeing what I'm doing? Right, you know, can you acknowledge that? Do you appreciate it? Do you understand it? That's, I mean, why am I, why am I doing those things in the first place? Well, because it's the most loving thing to do. I love this person, yeah. and I'm doing it because I love you. I don't need you to throw me a parade because I took the garbage out. <laughs> you know, I mean, just. I don't,
0: you know what I mean? Hey. I love the parades though, man. Like, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's how I feel. But, like, I'm like, ooh, because <laughs> I, I hear you speaking and, like, you're hitting, you're just kind of hitting things that I need to hear right now. And I really appreciate that because it is this idea of, like, just love to love, man. Yeah. And, like, don't worry about the response. And if the response isn't what you need in the long run, because obviously you can't that's, be in a toxic that, relationship. That's right, right. That's right. It,
2: it's not a zero sum game. It's, exactly. 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 And cool. if you think about it that way, <laughs> You are in for a long.
1: Harbor. And that, yeah. that's, that's what I was going to say. Is that love really has no need to keep score? Totally. Because, yeah. it, look, here's the deal. You know, um, where I hang out, there's a lot of talk about codependency. Yeah. And sometimes codependency now can be viewed as anytime someone is inhibiting on myself and what I want, uh, and we're getting in too many arguments, then that means that we're in a codependent relationship. Mm. And I just don't think that's true. I just think that we're kind of infantile in our ability to deal with confrontation, conflict, and our own emotional uh, insecurities. And to be able to sit with someone and hash out some of these things is the most loving thing you can do. Yes. I mean, I don't, just do not believe that love is a conflict-free zone. Totally. It's, oh, no. That, that Absolutely is, not. <laughs> that, is, that is like a – yeah, that's, that's right on. that's a fairy tale. In the truest sense. yeah. Um, So for me, I think love is a process. I do think love is a verb. Yeah. I don't think that it's a noun. That's why when you say being in love, it's like, am I sitting in this noun or am I sitting in this action oriented give and take, you know? And and once again, I can have enough space for someone's love to live inside of me when I'm free of my own crap Mm -hmm. and I'm not constantly responding out of insecurity or um trying to get you to see things the way i think you should see them because you know if you see them the way i'm seeing them then you're probably seeing it right you know can we just sit down right now and and let's have a conversation you're and polishing my con- mirror by the way by conversation <laughs> what i mean is can i change your mind to think like me yeah
0: exactly you know this is the way it should be done yeah because it works for me yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, man. (laughs) No, it's all good. It's and he's been married twenty and I've been married nineteen. That's amazing. This is good 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 for me to hear this advice. Okay, so next question I have, I'm actually stealing from uh, a woman named Krista Tippett who hosts. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, being- Krista's oh, oh, my God. great. Yeah. They played They've played a couple of our songs on that. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. I was like, I actually called Johnny one day. I was like, Hey dude, can we get our music on this podcast? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, sure. He checked on, he's like, yeah, we've already played you guys twice. And we are like, <laughs> oh, cool.
2: like, Oh, I cool. I obviously have to listen yeah. more because I wasn't <laughs>
0: listening. Um, okay cool so Krista uh, she I love her podcasts and she asked this question that I am stealing from her thank you Krista Um, what makes you despair and what makes you feel hope I ask easy questions. I think, you, I think questions. you just described
1: every Hammock record, <laughs> yeah. Despair and Hope. My band. Okay, yeah, yeah,
0: totally. <laughs> my, I agree. But that's band. part... And th- oh, yeah. t- to tang- tangentially walk away from the question for a second, to me, th- the music that I love the most and continue to come back to is exactly that. It makes me feel both things at the same time. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's... I don't know how... Like, I think you're kind of hitting on the head. I never knew how to describe it before. It was just these these records that make me feel happily sad yes sadly happy yeah Yeah, I love that shit man
1: and man that is the most common comment that we get from people about our music yeah I believe it is that they're feeling both at the same time yeah you know um so what makes you So outside dis- of your own band. What makes you <laughs> what makes you despair, Andrew? I can think of a really, you know, quick answer.
2: I, we could just go down the the, the presidential cycle. Yeah. Four more years <laughs> yes. Yeah. Of despair. I,
1: I will be sitting in sackcloth and ashes over those four years. <laughs> just dig a hole and stay there. Oh my Man. god. I,
2: it yeah, that's the yeah that's yeah. the easy one. <laughs> yeah, and that, But it, I mean it, it once it it comes back to the just the the wash of of you know messed up information that we that we live in. It just seems like the that it never ends. It's a never ending kind of pull on you, and uh, yeah, that's <laughs> it. It does contribute to a sense of despair. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, I I you know. There's things that that on a social level make me despair, which is which is our lack of civility in our discourse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well and, and not being able to see people as having differing viewpoints, but just hey, man, that's just wrong, and you're the devil. Yep. You know, and yep. um, and so yeah, that does make make me despair. But on a personal level, on an existential level, I would say that that I've what I've come to believe is for me personally, and this is what. I know. I mean, I've struggled with depression all my life since I was eleven. Um I'm in touch with darkness, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I used to romanticize that mm-hmm. until my nephew died in 2014. And then that was like, oh, okay, well that's that's darkness is gonna hit you yeah. sooner or later. Life's gonna do what life's gonna do. You don't really need to to, to manufacture that. and do some kind of romanticizing of it. And so for me, what I learned through that process is that I can go through suffering. Mm -hmm. It's meaningless suffering that I cannot handle. Mm. That's what brings me to despair
0: totally, well said it's
1: it's the manufactured suffering the
0: manufactured suffering,
1: the just... manufactured suffering for yeah. sure yeah of but course. the genuine suffering and, and it, it is true there's the, there's the old saying of like pain is inevitable suffering is optional yep. and <laughs> the pain the pain is going to be loss. the pain is going to be relationships not working out. The suffering is my inability to sit in it for a while mm-hmm. and then move past it mm. transcend and include. So I transcend what's happening. In other words, I, I, what I've learned about grief is that I'm not getting over it. I'm creating a big enough space for it to live in. Yeah. And so And it moves at its own pace. Yeah. And it's I tra- so to transcend it and include, which means that I'm going to walk with the limp. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to not walk. Yeah. Right? Totally. And so for me, suffering and and it not having any meaning whatsoever. To that sense of, of, hey, this is a meaningless existence that we're in. That, to me, is what I really do think is the root of a lot of what's going on with most people. We all are suffering on some level. Mm. But what are we doing with it? Mm. And that's, when I'm trapped in this kind of like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. That's despair. Yeah but when i'm when i'm in suffering and i'm going what can i get out of this yeah. what can i learn from this cuz i can't change it i have to get over the fact that i wish it had never happened i wish i could change it i wish i could go back that's fantasy it's never yep. going to happen yep. so what can i take with me and how can i tra- use it to also transcend yeah. and that to me is is despair when i when i'm stuck and, and i'm i don't have the ability to move past or to move forward yeah
0: and so and then how about hope on the flip side so you talk about andrew i don't know if you mentioned hope um i did not <laughs> so i'm curious how you feel like what gives you hope now because there is so much out there that's kind of clogging our cell our, the arteries of the nation for example in the world what gives you hope
2: i i think that there's i think there's a, eventually going to be you know the, the things swing back and forth you know like the pendulum of, and it's it's going to balance out that that is that's the hope from just you know viewing of of, of history but uh, you see so many more people who are 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 more open to listening mm. Um, there is that that lack of civility, which I agree with you, which is, is can create despair. But there's there's also now just a it feels like a, a move towards we have to listen to one another. We have to take care of one another as much as 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 we can. Yeah. We can't just let things slide and assume that somebody's going to have the wherewithal and the responsibility to take care of it, it's, it's on us. Yeah. Yeah. And that's new. That's new for us. Yeah. Of our generation.
0: Yeah, totally.
2: You know? Um, and I, I think it's going to, it's going to be a lesson. It's a hard learned lesson, but at the end of it, that's what does gives me hope is I, that, that we are, if we come out of it having learned that lesson, we'll, we'll, we'll be better in the end for it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's come up a couple of times talking about this idea of of your the enemy, right? It's like the the in a positive sense we've talked about the other, but in the negative sense the other, where mm-hmm. we're saying, "Oh, you believe something that's different from me, you're the devil." Mm-hmm. There's no like right. middle ground. Yeah. And so I I agree that I, I I believe in people. That's I put that like on my website. It's like Steve Moulter, I believe in people. Like I really believe in that because if I lose that, then none of this is worth it. And that idea of the pendulum, I love that because it's this. We're going through some really hard times right now, Um, but in the same capacity, this is not. A lot of this stuff is is bubbling up to the surface, but it has been here, and certain people have been dealing with this their whole lives, generations upon generations. Yeah, Um, and it's. I still believe inherently that even the people we hate the most, or we look at the most and think, "Wow, I can't believe they're doing this." I still believe they're redeemable in some capacity.
2: And and you have to. It's, it's hard you, to. You have to. We're all here together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you have to be open enough to understand why they're feeling hopelessness. Yeah. Why, yeah. And if yeah. you're not, if you're just saying, well, you're wrong for thinking this, mm-hmm. they're, you know, in response, you're going to be like, well, no, you're wrong for thinking that. that nothing progresses. yeah You have to be, you don't have to agree. Right. But you have to listen. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I have a friend, you know, when I was struggling with something, um, with a friend who had really pulled a number on me. Hmm. Um, he said, you know, Mark, you can forgive someone and still have them arrested. And that's the truth. Yeah, I can learn to forgive, but it doesn't mean that I have to put myself in harm's way or yeah. agree with everything you say. Forgiveness is not the same thing as come on back into my life, man. Right. You know, I think what gives me hope, um, I think the most spiritually thing, spiritually enlightening thing that anyone could do is change their mind. It's the ability Mm. to change your mind. Yep. You know, there's a, there's, there's some things going on where you see people who are, have changed their minds in the political process. Yeah. And, and it's like you expect people 60 years ago to have the same information that we have now, access to all of this stuff. You should, you know, you should have been thinking right all yeah, along, man. Totally. You know, how dare you progress and change your mind? Oh, my God. You know, it's like, I'm sorry, but that's just <laughs> that's the way life hopefully goes. Hopefully li- you know, how we're living. I mean, I mean, the purity police of like you should you should have your ideology worked out in your 20s or your teens and, then and stick, stick to stick it. To it. Yeah. And that's a reverse fundamentalism in a way to yeah. me. Yeah. And so it's not reality.
2: It's not reality.
1: That's for sure. And, 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 and so to me, it, it's, it's, it's a hope that people can change and people can change their minds. I know this to be true from my own experience. The thing that gives me hope is that tonight I'll be in a treatment center helping some people who are struggling and I'll be watching them try to make a new life for themselves That's amazing. and a lot of them aren't going to make it and the problem that i see and this is just me being now i'm about to get on a soapbox go for it is that we all can talk about change we all can talk about um dialogue and all of this stuff and some sometimes we think that if we're just saying we're hitting a heart and we're liking something that we're dialoguing with someone you know um, and I can only speak for myself, and, and I don't do this in every area, but I do in in the areas where I'm broken mm. and I've learned some lessons and gained some wisdom through bad choices, um, I can give that back, and in a very concrete way. Yeah. I'm For five years, every Tuesday night, I'm in a treatment center. That's amazing. And I sit down with people that most people have probably given up on or written. I mean, it's the last house on, on the block, man. Wow. You know, and a lot of them, are, are going to be back or they're not going to, they're going to go out those doors and you'll never see them again. Yeah. But some of them, yeah, you know, you see something change. I've seen people's ability to change. I've seen this happen. It's, it's, it, I don't need evidence. I see it all the time. It's amazing. And, and so to get your hands dirty, to be really vulnerable where you've, Invested in someone's life and you get kind of emotionally attached with some things and then you never see them again because they just decide to just disappear one day. Mm. That is a hard lesson to learn about human nature Mm. Um, that that we don't really know what's going on inside someone. I don't know what it's like to be inside your skin. Right. I have an idea what it's to be what it is to be a human. I just don't know how what it's like to be you. Mm. And I have to realize that I can't project my own experience on other people. I can only share it. You know. Right on. So the I have hope because I see people doing stuff for no money, no money, just giving of their time and usually they're just planting seeds. Mm. They're not seeing a real return on it just yet. Yeah. Just planting seeds, you know, speaking of just, you know, here, here's a little bit of truth about what I went through. Here's how I dealt with it. Here's how I'm continuing to deal with it. Here's my number. Call me. I've had, we're sitting in my studio. I've had a lot of guys sitting on this couch That's awesome, talking about, um, their struggles. You know, getting real, yeah. very, very real. I'm
0: glad to be added to the list. I mean, I, I said, <laughs> seriously, man. We'll have to move you over to the couch. Yeah, exactly. Man. Right. going to lie down, guys. Um, <laughs> but that 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 work is so valuable, and I, I'm. It's great to hear you doing that. It's something that I've constantly, I, in periods in my life, I'll go volunteer and I'll yeah. do that for very brief periods, and I and I think about it a lot. Hey. Don't do it. You know, that's, and like, that's better than not. Of course. Do, yeah. And I'm not trying right. to diminish that, yeah. but it is a matter of like, <clears throat> I think I agree. Like when you, when you feel lost, when you feel disconnected, people matter, right? That's and people right. will help you through it. And even when you're the, the one helping in air quotes, you will be helped, you know? That's right. And like, that's the experience that I've had when I've had, even just, even just through this this um, medium talking to folks and we find things in each other and go, Oh wow. And like help each other through that moment or that thought that we might have, that might be a little funky. And, and just those little moments to me are are what it's all about.
1: And going back to the mirror. Yeah. When I'm so cloudy and I can't see and you are clear.
0: Yeah. Then when
1: I see into your mirror, I see that gives me hope. Yeah and that's, that's that's the reason we gotta walk around with our mirrors clean yeah exactly I you mean, know yeah. because uh, the only thing that we can offer is ourselves yeah really yeah. at the end of the day that's what we got
0: last question so get stoked here it is uh, the last question I have and I asked the same of all my my uh, guests what will you miss the most when you're gone I could answer this
1: I'll say the first thing and then maybe I'll take a little time to think about something else but uh, you know the older I get, The simpler things matter more. And I will miss lying in bed with my wife and my dog laughing. That is something that I will absolutely miss. The things that that we all take for granted because they're everyday things. Mm. And we're so far in them, we don't see how freaking amazing they actually are. Mm. You know, a lot went into getting us to right here in this moment. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: 13 and a half billion years ago something happened and here we are st- sitting right here talking about yeah. all this stuff on some
0: weird uh, yeah. contraptions. And, can, and, can, yeah.
1: and and I get to sit in bed with my wife and we have our own inside jokes and we laugh and we stare at our dog like you're the most amazing thing the universe has ever created, you that's, know. That's a fact.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. That's an objective fact yeah. that dogs are the yeah. best. Yeah. 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 And so so
1: I I will I will definitely miss that. That's an everyday thing that I will miss, but I'll have to think a little
0: deeper about something cool. else. We'll pass it. We'll put Andrew yeah. on the spot then. <laughs> Great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I probably I don't know. I I always that sense of wonder when you see something like for the first mm. time, where you're just like knocked over, mm. and it you know it, it could be anything. I remember going into like into the Rocky Mountains for the the first time and and and, and getting up to elevation 15,000 feet, and just ha- like having the hair on my arms stand up. Like, I can't believe this is so gorgeous. And some some of those experiences ha- happened as a kid. Some of yeah. some as an adult. You know, being at the first remembrances of being at the beach and just how you get this just sense of how small you are and how Mm. big the things around you are. Yeah. You, and you start to learn your place, you know, of course, as you grow older, but yeah, those, those experiences of just rolling out (laughs) of the plane and being like, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Yeah. that's, that is something to behold, but you know, it's, uh, it happens all the time. Yeah. If you're open to it, it 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 can happen every single day yeah and that that is something that I'll miss just being having that sense of wonder about wow here we are yeah underneath I, I, this the, the, that's you know you 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 take pictures off this the yeah. the deck yeah yeah every day yeah. off yeah. over Dave Ramsey's house and <laughs> yeah. I'm like that's beautiful yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's that sense of just openness to, and you know, there's some horrifying things that you see for the first time that affect you, you know.
1: I think I think too that I don't know who I can't remember who said it, but it's not, it's not. Experiencing new landscapes it's having new eyes. Mm.
0: That's well yeah. said. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and you're like a quote machine over here today. Well, <laughs> I, I read a lot. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> you, you speak a lot as well. I do. I do speak a lot.
1: Actually, yes, I do. Um, but uh, uh, I just back to my own personal experience. I in, in my darkest moments in my life, when I became disenchanted or disillusioned by everything that maybe I was taught that that could help me Mm. art and music have always been the thing that um could inhabit the space as well as transcend it Mm. and and that act of making something beautiful um I don't take that for granted I mean, I've literally been sitting, writing pieces of music. Andrew's in the room, and I'm literally thinking of someone who, who I've lost. Mm. Their faces in my mind, and in that sense, hey, you know, everybody can play a G chord. Sure. But what, what, what is it that resonates in some, and not in others? And sometimes I feel like it's that thing that you're bringing to it, and yeah. and it's communicated through that music, you know. We we have this little bitty label that we do, and, and the, the 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 I guess our mission statement is beauty is timeless. Mm-hmm. It always will be. Now, I still think you need tension to have good art. I don't think that sure. all art should be void of tension. I'm not like then you'd be making new age music. Simil- similar, yeah. You know. <laughs>
0: well said, and similar to love. What well, you mentioned about that's love right. earlier. That's right. That's right. Love that's isn't right. pure. It's not uh, unscathed.
1: Yeah. <clears> it's it. Yes. It's not. It's not a state of bliss. Right. Um, yeah. But boy, the bliss is so much better because of those times of tension. Yeah. But but to me, um, I don't think that what we need right now in this culture is louder voices, louder voices. I'm going to speak. Oh, you're not listening? I'm going to talk louder. Well, now I'm speaking. I'm talking louder. And pretty soon, it's just noise. That's all it is. The most countercultural thing to do is not to respond in anger. I remember this. Whenever Trump got elected, people were talking about how the best art's going to be made because people are so angry and so up in arms. It's like, and I get it. Don't get me wrong. I freaking can listen to The Clash and get, Hell you know, yeah. get off, man. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, but the the thing is is that sometimes people need to be reminded that life's not all ugly. Yeah. You know, we're in this stage where, where we think that the darker the art, the more real it is. Right. The more authentic yes. it is. Yeah. Really? Is it? No <laughs> Because I don't really You know The joy kind of is the thing That's missing these days It yeah. seems like
0: and Or or just the ability To be alone with yourself Yeah You know I remember years ago When I bought um Refinement from Stars of the Lid When I got that In 07 when I came out And it came with a poster And the poster I opened it And it just said Slow down Yeah Yeah <laughs> I was like Yeah Yes. I'm like, that's that. and yeah. that, that has inspired me. And I remember it to this day and I will always remember it because yes, just slow, take a minute. Right. And like experience the quiet experience, that emptiness yes. it can be beautiful.
1: It yeah. can be totally beautiful because, um, nothing changes outside of you, but what changes is the way you experience what's yes. outside of you. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, we take so many things for granted. Um, and it's really easy to just uh, become overwhelmed with all the noise. Mm. And one of the most counter, you know, counterculture used to be, and I still don't, don't get me, people don't don't get mad at me. I'm not saying don't protest and march and yeah. all that. But, you know, <laughs> counterculturally, maybe we need to shut the hell up and, and learn to be acquainted with silence again. Yes. Before I got on the plane to go out to Big Sur the first time I was in the airport, And um, I was thinking, this is a horrible idea. This is a bad mistake. You're not in any shape to go sit in silence. And there was this guy sitting behind me, and and somehow he knew the person in in the airport. And as I'm thinking, I'm getting out, I'm I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm I'm going to call my wife and tell her I'm sick. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm bailing on this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, This guy began to talk to this other person about how we push silence out of Out of our our society. Mm. It's the thing that Mm. we've pushed out the most. We don't know how to be acquainted with it anymore because we don't have space for it. Mm. And um, so for me, I do feel like uh, the ability to sit alone with myself and to be in whatever is going on is a way of consenting to that which is. And... It helps me to not meet anger with anger, Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and yelling with yelling and screaming with screaming. Um, I can listen better, you know, and what I'm going to say hopefully in return will be, will be coming from a more loving place.
0: Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Check us out at fivequestions.me. Check out Hammock at hammockmusic.com. And thanks to Fina Charlson for editing today's episode. We will see you next time. Take care.